Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Alina podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Guys, I hope you really enjoy our high-intensity interval training episode with Dr. Martin Gibala that we did yesterday. It was the episode for those of you guys who value their time, who want to be fit and train regularly, but you don't necessarily want to spend a lot of time doing that, even though you do want to stay fit, to get all the health benefits, to stay uh, possibly uh, lean, to maybe maintain or lose weight, to get cognitive benefits from exercise. Uh, But again, you value your time, you don't have a lot of time to train. So in that episode, we are talking about uh, exercise snacks and uh, exercise for people who are want to be more like athletes, but you aren't professional athletes, but you do want to maybe look like one or perform like one. Um, so all about high intensity interval training from one of the best, best people out there who knows their stuff uh, about uh, high intensity interval training and interval training in general for health and fitness. So please tune into that episode. Today we're talking about intermittent fasting. Guys, I just finished my intermittent fasting certification. Uh, what it says on my certificate actually is um, coaching dietary strategies, how to coach intermittent fasting. So basically, guys, now I'm really qualified and certified to help you to apply intermittent fasting for um, health or weight uh, reasons, or maybe because it is uh, an easier way for you to manage your food your eating habits. Like for me, why I personally love intermittent fasting so much? Guys, I'm not really doing it for um, any health or fitness or weight benefits so much as I'm doing it for convenience. I just don't like to think about my food many times a day. I like to have this main meal of the day where I eat a lot of vegetables, a lot of protein-rich foods, a lot of different nutrient-rich foods. And the rest of the day, you know, after my workout, I might have some fruit, I might have some easy, simple source of protein, like maybe a can of tuna or sardines or some eggs. And then, you know, some maybe kefir uh, that is fermented product that is super good for our gut and has quite a good amount of protein. But anyhow, so I have this foods and then I just have one meal a day and then I like to have a lot of hours without food where I where my gut has the chance to uh, rebuild itself to recover and I just feel the best this way and I uh, mentally and physically and energy wise um, plus I empty a lot of mind space that is usually occupied uh, by thoughts of food, now I can do other stuff and work on different projects and helping other people to to do intermittent fasting for maybe weight loss goals or uh, performance goals. So, you know, there are many things you can use intermittent fasting for, uh, but I guess uh, the main uh, two... Uh, best reasons to use intermittent fasting is when you want to improve your gut health and when you want to work 
out some longevity protocols that you incorporate into your lifestyle on a regular basis. You know, you want to live longer and disease-free. Um, so intermittent fasting might help with that when applied in the right way. Uh, also, it can be a great way to <clears throat> lose weight and maintain weight. Um, so for those reasons, people usually do intermittent fasting. Some people also use it to get super lean, but that requires a little bit more fine-tuning. It's not like you just uh, don't eat more hours. No, if you are someone who is interested in building muscle, in maintaining really a lean physique, then uh, intermittent fasting has to be... Um, very well formulated with timing of your training and your uh, nutrients intake uh, and then overall quality of your diet and uh, nutrient density. If uh, there is anything I learned about intermittent fasting, taking this uh, you know certification, uh, my skills to uh, another level, is that uh, intermittent fasting for complex goals, like reaching certain bite fat percentage, uh, it's also a complex task. You can't just do whatever. Then also what I learned, uh, intermittent fasting uh, is not for everyone. And also intermittent fasting is not the only way to get lean, healthy, uh, and fit. So you don't have to do it if it doesn't work for you. Um, also, intermittent fasting um, might not be the best strategy for you, for your specific goal. Um, and again, it's not for everyone. For example, if you uh, have a history of uh, food issues or disordered eating when you either eat a lot or eat a little, where you are on a diet or binging, uh, if you have history like this, or if you have some metabolic disorder or issue, uh, especially with your blood sugar, that might be the right, might not be the right thing for you to do. If you are a high-performing, top-level, uh, you know, training really a lot athlete, uh, the, the, your body might require more nutrients and more often than. Um, most intermittent fasting protocols allow. So again, that might not be for you. And of course, if you are pregnant, if you are breastfeeding, if you are a teenager or adolescent, uh, if you are still developing, uh, that might not be for you. Uh, if you, again, have a lot of pre-existing conditions, intermittent fasting might not be for you. It might help you with some gut issues, gut health issues, uh, but if you are metabolically ill and you have a lot of issues, then intermittent fasting might just not be the right thing from the start. So if there is anything, again, you want to understand about intermittent fasting, it's not for everyone. It's not the best strategy for everyone. And there are other ways to reach your health and fitness goals besides intermittent fasting. Um, although I must... Um, mentioned guys that some essential fasting it got to be done if you are a human being interested in uh, longevity a long-term gut health and all the um, health consequences that come from good gut health or not so good gut health right so essential fasting we shouldn't be eating right before going to bed they recommend more and more these days three hours before bed we should not be eating to allow our gut to work through that last meal and 
work on recovery while we, we sleep more and then also not having food for 12 hours a day that's a good practice that is necessary for every human being otherwise from all the evidence we have it seems that there are negative health consequences that will follow not like tomorrow or in a month or even in a year but um in 20 30 years from um from today where you might start experiencing certain metabolic um, issues or um, you know your blood sugar might be out of balance or your blood lipids or something else might be happening with your metabolism just because you haven't been having this uh, 12 hour not eating window um, every day so this is like essential fasting and what you do on top of that uh, that's got to be uh, defined and guided by your goals, by your lifestyle, by your personality. Uh, you know, if you are someone, for example, who love the idea of skipping dinner, but it's the only time that you have with your family to share uh, food, and it it's, it might be very important, not just for your well-being, but the well-being of your family, maybe your kids, then maybe it's like early eating is not the thing for you right now. Uh, maybe later when kids grow up, you know. Uh, so intermittent fasting, it's not just about uh, physical stuff. It's also about our deeper health, our mental, emotional, social health. So uh, you want to take all of this into account in order to be sure that this specific fasting protocol is for you or not for you. Because at the end of the day, no matter what kind of strategy you choose, be that intermittent fasting or something else, it shouldn't uh, take away from your life. It should add to your life, guys, uh, on all levels. And now let's talk about uh, the signals or um, when do you know when intermittent fasting isn't working for you like maybe right now you've been doing something for a while maybe 16 8 maybe alternate day fasting maybe uh time restricting feeding early or delay whatever that might be if you've been doing it for a while and you start experiencing the next things then you might reconsider that specific intermediate fasting protocol uh you know if it's really a good thing. So if you start to sleep very light, you start waking up a lot, and in general, your sleep quality is just not good. You know that you wake up and you aren't feeling refreshed. You're having troubles falling asleep, staying asleep. So intermittent fasting for a lot of people done in certain way might increase cortisol hormones and change hormonal balance in other ways. Um, in the ways that don't benefit your health. If you start thinking all the time about food, if you start obsessing about food, guys, like when the next time you're going to eat, what you're going to eat, if you start um, really eating a lot, like to the point that you feel sick and you feel uncomfortable and then you have to like sit for two, three hours, not doing much just because you had this huge meal after your fasting. Now, this usually doesn't add to the quality of your life or your gut health. Um, what else? If you, uh, to, if you use intermittent fasting as a way to uh, excuse eating a lot of junk and not having well-balanced, nutrient-dense diet, then intermittent fasting is not a good strategy for that. If you're using intermittent fasting, guys, to, I don't know, uh, 
well, we're talking actually about science, so I'll let me stay focused. Um, so if you're having any of those or your energy fluctuates a lot, like when you don't eat, you feel low on energy all the time, or your mood is down all the time when you aren't eating, when you're in your fasting window, then it, what you're doing right now might not be working for you. Um, and you might reconsider it. And it doesn't mean that no intermittent fasting works for you. It just means that the way you're doing it might not be the right way to do it. Maybe there are other ways, like there are, you know, um, time-restricting feeding every day. There is a weekly or monthly uh, fast. There are um, fast when you eat later or earlier. There are alternate day fast. You can do intermittent fasting only two, three times a week. Uh, you don't have to do it uh, every day at specific hours, guys. Uh, also, if you're someone for whom breakfast means a lot, you don't have to skip it to do intermittent fasting. You can eat dinner a little bit early. If you're a dinner person, then maybe skip or delay breakfast. And again, uh, you don't have to do it like every uh, day or every other day. You can find the schedule that works for you. Or maybe you're just not going to be doing intermittent fasting, at least not any of the advanced protocols. And you just eat a little bit less on some days or eat a little bit more if you're trying to lose weight, right? If you're just trying to eat healthier, then you don't really have to do intermittent fasting. Just do the essential fasting, like 12 hours a day between, I don't know, 7 p.m. and 7 a.m. You don't have any food. That's enough. And then if you go to bed at 10 p.m., then you have that three-hour not eating window, and that's going to be enough. So there are so many ways to do it. And before doing any sort of intermittent fasting protocols, because you want to really understand your reasons. Why do you think that intermittent fasting is the right thing for you to do? Like, why do you think like that might be the right thing for you to do? Really, like, sit down with yourself and write down those reasons. And if you are really excited about trying this out, then go ahead and try it and make sure that you measure all of the aspects of your progress, you know, your mood, your energy levels, how your eating habits are affected, your mental, your emotional health, all of this is important, your sleep, your energy levels, guys, all of this, right? If you are trying this and you are seeing that these are not affected in a positive way, then maybe you need to choose a different strategy. But again, you need to first and foremost understand why you're doing this thing. If you're doing intermittent fasting to live forever, guys, nobody really showed that that is the thing, <laughs> that uh, it will prolong your life. There, there are no studies showing that, that some advanced intermittent fasting protocol will help you to live long. Uh, if you are a professional athlete and you train many hours a day, Intermittent fasting might not be the thing for you. You are already doing a lot of autophagy and recycling and putting a lot of kinds of stresses on, on your cells. So fasting might not be needed here because research shows that fasting and exercise uh, create very similar conditions on a cellular level. So fasting might not be a thing necessary for you. Even though, again, I want to uh, repeat that not eating before going to bed 
that's a good thing, no matter whether you are an athlete or not, uh, and not eating for 12 hours a day. But beyond that, it might not be necessary for you. Again, why are you doing this, guys? Ask yourself many, many times. And then based on your goal, on your lifestyle, on your life circumstances, choose uh to test one of the protocols that sound good for you. And tomorrow, by the way, guys, we're going to talk about um, all these different fasting protocols, the most effective ones for different goals, and also our favorite ones in Precision Nutrition uh, Academy. Um, what, which ones work the best? seems to work the best for a lot of people. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. Today, I just want you to sit down with yourself. Um, if you've been considering intermediate fasting, so sit down and ask yourself, like, why do I think that intermediate fasting might work for me? And if it were to work for me, when do I know? When would I know if I succeeded or if I succeed on a regular basis, if I'm moving forward, if I'm making progress or things aren't changing or getting worse? Like you got to also understand those indicators. How would you know if it's getting better? How are you going to measure it? You need to understand this. Otherwise, no matter what you do, you'll not be able to tell whether it's working or not. And then it means you'll not really be able to figure out how to make progress uh, continuously and sustainably, right? So why are you doing this? And how are you going to measure your progress, your positive progress or lack of? So think about those things. And then think about different fasting protocols you'd like to try out. And tomorrow we'll talk about uh, your choices, like what are some of the best, uh, most proven and most practiced protocols that work for different goals and work for different people. And then when you hear those different protocols and for whom they work the best, uh, you might, uh, again, look at the options you have and choose to try one of the protocols for any of the goals you have. So stay tuned for that, guys. And today, just ask yourself, why? am I considering doing fasting and how would I know uh, whether I'm succeeding or not, whether I'm making progress or not, and also think about different options that could work for you. And tomorrow we'll dig deeper into different kinds of fasting protocols for different goals and different kinds of people. So stay tuned for that, guys. And... Um, Till next time, eat better daily and think about your fasting, guys. So thank you for listening. Please do share this episode. Please learn together. Teach it to someone else who might be into intermittent fasting or considering that. So think together about why you are considering intermittent fasting. How would you know whether you are succeeding or not? Uh, and uh, think about different options of intermittent fast. How you know how you think it might work for you. So this is your homework for today. Stay tuned tomorrow for all kinds of uh, most working and popular intermittent fast or ways to do intermittent fasting. So stay tuned for that and eat better daily. Thank you, guys.